Continuing the Gemara on Dafyur in the Agartas about Shimshon. Gemara says, Darshan So what bracha did the Nar, Shimshon of course we're talking about, what bracha did he get over here? Bameh Barchoi. Of course Rashi says the word bracha in the Pasuk in Tanakh always means ribui, something that is more than you need. So what are we talking about here? I'm going to read the Marav. It has to do with his Ever Tashmish. So what does that mean? So the more explains Amosik of an Eodim, Vizaroi Kenachal Shatef, but he was mighty a lot of Zera. Rashi says, because for what a, what a person wants, what a person's involved in, what a person has a taiva for, that's where Kosh gives the Brocha. So as we see in the Psukim, for whatever reason we want to explain, Shemusun was very involved with women in these contexts, and therefore the Brocha that he get was related to his ability to do a Maisabiyah. Vikra Shimshain El Hashem, the Posik says, Again, jumping now all the way to the end of the story, after he's already captured by the police, he already had his hair cut, he's in jail over there, and he says to Hashem, Just give me one more chance, save me, and I'll be able to uh, get Nekoma, revenge, on the police for poking out my eyes. Remember the 20 years that he was a shepherd in Kali Yisrael. That's what the Pesukim say. And I did not ask anybody to do any favors for me. I never took anything from anybody. And the Marsha says, we say, that being blind is a result of Shaykhad. And Shimshon said, you made me blind, but I never took any Shaykhad from anybody. And therefore I should have a schus. To be able to exact revenge back on the plishtim. Vayelach Shimshon. Now we switch back to the beginning of the story again. Vayilkod shloishmei ashualim. So he was upset at the plishtim for how they treated his wife, and therefore he wanted to burn down the fields. So he captured three hundred fox, and the pesukim say he tied torches to the fox. Uh, lit, lit torches on fire, and the foxes all ran through the fields and burned down all the fields of the plishtim. So why sh- foxes? Why not any other animal? A fox is interesting. When you ru- try to run after it, the, ra- the Rashi explains, it doesn't run away from you, it actually backs away from you. So just like the fox backs away, you're from me plishtim, on their shvua. Again, it sounds like being chazer on the shvua, of Avimelech that they are made for the bris between Klai Yisrael and between the Plishtim. Tanya Shimon Achosid Beng Seifov Shal Shimon Shishim Amahoya Shimon was a giant and between his shoulders was 60 Amas whether it means figuratively or literally Shanamar it says V'yishkav Shimshon Achatzila that is going back now in the middle of the story he went down to Azo with the Zaina and he was asleep in the middle of the night V'yakam Achatzila and he realized that they were coming after him so he gets up in the middle of the night. He grabs a hold of the doors of the city of Azza, which stands in the two, uh, the two side posts. He picked them up with the entire door frame. And he put them on his shoulders. And that's how he broke out of the city, and there was no way he could keep them there. The size of those doors was 60 amas. So if he held them on his shoulders, must be his shoulders were that big as well. Now again we switch to the end of the story. It says after they poked out his eyes and they put him 
in jail in Aza, he was being tochein by Beis Yosef. What does it mean he's being tochein? Grinding? What was he grinding? Over here means a lotion of znus, a lotion of tashmish. We see the lotion of tochein used in that context. It says in the Pasuk in Eiv, Titchan la acher ishti vale yechurun acherim. So in the context of a wife, it says titchan. So we see that tchina is a lotion of of znus or tashmish. And what does that mean? Why was why was Shimshon doing here? They all wanted to have strong children. They saw a strong Shimshon was, so they brought their wives to the jail so he should be mezan with them and they should have children like that were like Shimshon. Amar Papa Hanadamiinchi. People say, Kame de shasi chamra chamra. If you have someone who's a drunk, you want to give him something to keep him in line, you give him wine. Kame rafuka gardia duvla. In front of someone who works on the ground, someone who works in the fields, and he works with vegetables, so you give him vegetables. And also Shimshon, he was involved with znus, so they gave him znus. From that Pasuk that we just quoted from here, someone who, who cheats on his wife, then his wife returns the favor, she cheats as well. The Pasuk says, and there's the Pasuk, the, the next Pasuk in Eiv, the first Pasuk was in Pasuk Yud, there's actually a Pasuk before in Pasuk Tess. And the Fata Libi al Val Pesach Arbasi, so the person says he'll be Mefata al so he's, he's going to be unfaithful to his wife. And the next Pasuk says, Titcha So then she will as well. So the husband and the wife are both unfaithful to each other. He has a, a small gourd, she has a large gourd, meaning they're both being mezana, cheating on each other. Back to Shimshon. He was, despite all the stories we're reading over here, he was a proper shefet, and he was done them like a Kodesh Pochus. We say kachad, Rashi says, means ki shel oilom. Bemishpat, that he was very, very fair, uh, and he was a proper chayfer, a godl ador, from that aspect, like HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel. Shimshon, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nekron. That's what his name, Shimshon, actually is like a kinoi for the Shem Hashem. Shemar, ki shemesh umogein Hashem alikim. So we see the word shemesh, the word of the sun, is used in the context of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's where the name Shimshon comes from. So the name shouldn't be able to be erased. It would be like Shem Hashem. It's not clear for the Gemara. There's different portion whether the Gemara's kasha here is on the word Shemesh or the Gemara's kasha is actually on Shimshon or maybe both that they should be considered a Shem Hashem. So the Gemara, no. It's like a Kinu It's not actually a Shem Hashem. And therefore it could be erased but is like a name of Hashem. Ma'akosh Bochu megan akolah on kula. Akosh Bochu protects and gives sustenance to the whole world. Avshun shem megan b'derish al Yisrael. He was megan on gla Yisrael like Akolish Bochu. That's why his name was Shimshon, like Shemesh. Bilam chige baragli achas. Bilam was lame in one foot. He dragged one foot. Shenemar v'yelech shefi. Shefi is a lashon of lame. He had, but shefi is a lashon of one foot. So one foot was lame. Shimshon He was a lame in both feet. Actually, his feet didn't work well. Shenemar, it says over here again by the brach of Don. He Shififon So Shififon means he had two feet were not strong, and all his strength, I guess, was upper body strength. There were five people that had some sort of unique characteristic. That was Ke'ein HaKadosh Baruch Something Milamayla, something extraordinary for this world. Ke'ein Milamayla. V'kulu Lakabem. And they all were, had their downfall based on that. So it's, it's sort of like the, the, the lesson here seems to be, it's better not to be 
extraordinary. Being ordinary uh, and achieving greatness is good, but having these extraordinary powers or you or, or extraordinary characteristics not necessarily a good thing. Shimshim b'koychay. Shimshim had the koyach that we know that he had, the strength. Shol b'tzavari. Shol was handsome and good-looking. We say he was taller and handsome. Avshalom Basari, he had this beautiful hair. Tzidki Abedov, he had some sort of eyes. Rashi says it's not clear exactly what Tzidki had with his eyes. And Asa Viragal, Asa also had apparently very strong, very fast legs. What does each one nikshal in that? He lost his koyach at the end. So he, he, he you know, impressed the women, I guess, with all that koyach. And that's what led to his downfall. Shol was also very handsome. At the end, when he, when he dies in the Mokhama, it says he fell on his sword. Rashi says the assumption is when a person falls on his sword, he does it on his neck. That's where a person normally get, kills people with a sword. So you see he had this beautiful neck, a very tall neck, and he fell on his sword there. Avshalom Basarik, we're going to talk about the story of Avshalom in great detail, how he got hung by his beautiful hair on the tree. He was blind at the end of his life. He had some sort of disease in his legs. Let me read the Rav. He had a disease called Padgara. What is that? What is this disease? It's like needles in live, live uh, basar on the legs. It's very, very painful. He had such a disease. He didn't have it, but he learned it from his Rebbe. Maybe his Rebbe had it and he knew. Like we had earlier by Ben Azai, that he had like some sort of Kabbalah, some sort of <coughs> Shefa that explained to him how this works. Davish Rava. But then not Nenesh Asa. What did Asa do that he got punished this way? With Nesha Asa Anagiriya but Tamidikhamim. Normally Tamidikhamim are putter from paying taxes. Tamidikham don't have to work in communal projects. Tamidikham are putter. He did not putter them. Shanemra, but Malachasa Shmi, I'll call you the Ainaki. What does it mean Ainaki? When he called them to come work, he called everybody, even the people who normally would have been potter, including the Mechamim, they were not potter, and a chas and a kala, etc. And then for, the, for that, he got punished. Back to Shimshon. He went down to Timna to find one of the wives that he found. The first one says he found her in Timna. But it says he went down to Timna. He was in Tzorah, Shtol, that area. He went down to something called Timna. But the story of Yehuda and Tamar, which we're going to compare and contrast now, says Yehuda went up to Timna. So was Timna on a mountain or was Timna on a valley? Shimshon, who had his downfall there, beginning, we said before it was an Azza, but he, the first wife he had and the first trouble with the Plishtim was in Timnah, so it calls it going down, not physically going down, but spiritually or emotionally, etc., it was going down in Timnah. Yudish and his alibi, that he was Maiden, he did Shuvah over there, so Ksibayaliyah. No, there was two cities called Timnah, one was on the mountain, one was in the valley. If Papa Chodetim, no, it's the same city. It was in the middle of a mountain. Therefore, you could come to it from the valley and go up to Timna, or you could come to it from the peak of the mountain above it and go down to Timna. Gagoyin, Vardino, Beibari, Vashuka, Denaris, these other cities, they give examples, cities that are located halfway up a mountain. Therefore, you can go up to them or you can go down to them, depending on which direction you're coming from. But switching gears now, of course, to the Pasuk by Tamar. It says by Tamar, she was Vateshev a Pesach Enayim. So Pasuk Shat the Pasuk means, Pesach Enayim is she was by a crossroads. Crossroads is called Pesach Enayim, because that's where you have to make a decision, decide which way you're going. 
But the Gemara is assuming it's a name of something. So Amar Alexandri Melamit Shaholcha Yeshua Pischa Shalrom Avinu. There was apparently Rashi says a famous hotel which was known as the house that Avram Avinu built when he was when he when he built the famous house that he built that had open, doors open in all four directions and he did Achnasas Archim there and that was around still by the time of Yudah and Tamar people used to go visit there. Welcome Shakol Einayim Tzayf from the Rosh everyone come see this thing. Do Chesed there. It's Masha from some of the first people used to daven there because they knew it was Avram Avinu's. Whatever the Pshat is, so she Dafka went there. She thought she'd get bracha. Uh, she wanted to be married and have children from this place. No, it's actually Pesach Enayim means by the entrance to a place called Enayim. Where do we see a, a place in Tanakh called Enayim? Chenuaymer Tapuach Veha Inom. So Inom Enayim is close enough. Maybe it's referring to that place. And Enayim doesn't mean Pesach Enayim like a place. It means that she gave answers to what was about to go on here. She justified it either to Yehuda, or more probably she justified it to herself. Right, Kishetava, when Yehuda said to her, let's be Mazana, so Amalah, Shema Nachrasat, maybe you're a Goya, and I can't be with a Goya, Amalah Giyarasani, Shema Shisha, maybe you're married, Amalah Panuyani, Shema Kibibach Vukadushan, how do you know you're a Panuya? Maybe your father married you off and you don't even know. Amalah Yasaimani, no, I was a, I was a, I was Yasaimani, and therefore my father was Nifter when I was very young, and therefore there's no way he would have married me off, even if my brothers married me off, that, that doesn't really count at all. Rashi says that also explains how she was able to mezana with him, Lamai said it was her father-in-law. No, because the chasana to Erev was only Midir Abonin. Maybe, maybe there wasn't Midir Abonin in those days. And if it wasn't a real chasana, she was too young. Her father was also not alive at that stage. Rashi brings Machlaikis. There's another Gemara. There's another Medrash that seems to say that she was the daughter of shame, uh, which, which, which would make, then she would have to be much, much older, and then that, that necessarily would not make fit in the in the chronology of the story, but if we don't go with that, Medrash Rashi says, and it could be she was very young at this time, maybe at this time she was older, but when she was married to everyone and she was younger, therefore she wasn't really considered his relative at all, etc. Again, Yehuda doesn't know any of this. Yehuda doesn't know who she is. So he has no reason to assume she's his daughter-in-law, but at least she, that's how she justified it in her mind. Shema Tmeat, maybe you're Anida. I'm like Tahirani. So this is all Pesach that she had answers to all of Yehuda's tightness. Again, switching to Gears from Yudah and Tamar, we mentioned before the Tamar was by the house of Avram Avinu. It says Avramavinu planted an Eishel. What is an Eishel? So the Eishel was actually a part of Vayita. Vayita is to plant. So he planted trees, he planted a vineyard, planted all, all these different types of delicious foods over there so that people would have what to eat. Pardes, it was a pardes. Chanamar pundak. When it says pardes, it doesn't mean a pardes. It actually means a pundak. It was like a house, a hotel. Bishman, they were pardes, like a vayita. So pardes, it was actually plantings. So that means vayita. It was a planting. Alamander pundak, my vayita. Why does it say bilish? It's a vayiven or something. He built it. What does it mean? He planted it. You say vayita ole apandoi. No, because you can use that lotion. And Daniel, you could say over there that Vayita is a lotion of putting down roots of some sort. Lavdafka does it have to be would have to do with vegetables or planting or anything like that. Pasik says by Avramainu Vayikra Sham Beshem Hashem El Oilum. Amr Shakesh Al Tikta Vayikra wasn't that he called Vayakri. He got other people to call. How did he get other people to call? Melami Shehikri Avramavinu Shmashakash Bochu Bepet Kala Iver Vishov Allah Iver Vishov. 
in the mouth of everybody who came to visit him. How did he do that? After they ate, so they got up to say thank you to everyone for the food. You ate for my food? You should, uh, the food's not mine, the food came from the Barasham. And therefore you should thank Hashem, and he taught them about Hashem, and they benched together, so therefore he was Vayakri. He got them to say thanks to Kodesh Bochum. Back to Tamar, the Yehuda of Tamar, the Yar Yehuda, the Yeroe Yehuda, the Echshvela Zaina. He kisses up on her because her face was covered. He thought she was a Zaina. That makes no sense. We show him the kiss up on her Echshvela Zaina. Normally a Zaina is exposed, not hidden. So Mulazer kiss up on her base Chamea means Yehuda never saw. Of course, as a Zaina, her face was exposed. Yehuda never saw what she looked like at home. So Yehuda didn't know who it was. Any Kala who in her father's house, she's very snoo, the father doesn't even see who she is, she will have Nevi'im and Melachim from her. Ishaya, uh, the, the, the lineage of Davra Melach, of course, comes from Tamar. And also the Nevi'im of Yeshaya Novi, but Amatia and Amatia is also from this, this lineage, Rashi explains. So it's Melachim and Nevi'im come from there. Minalami Tamar. Nevi'im, the Chsif Chazan Yeshaya ben Amotz, and Amotz is from this lineage, and Melachim is David. They were brothers. And therefore, Amitz we know was in the lineage of David, uh, I'm sorry, Amatsi was, and Amitz was the father of Yeshayo, they're also going to be part of that lineage from Tamar. It says, he, Mutsa'ah, she was brought out to be killed when they saw she was pregnant, they said she must have been Mazana, and she was supposed to be waiting for her Goyal, in this case, Yehuda. See, Mutsa'ah, what do you mean, he, what does it mean, he, Mutsa'ah? It should be, she was brought out. After they found, they had the, she had brought out the simon, right, the stick and the ring. She wanted to show that it was really from Yehuda that she became pregnant. Came the Sultan and tried to take them away from her. The Sultan realized if she's saved, she's going to give birth to parents, etc. Who's going to be the Mashiach? We're going to lead to David Melech and Mashiach. So the Sultan was very much against what was going on here. So Bagavriel Vikirvan. Gavriel came and he brought them back, and that seems to be the lotion of. And that seems to be the Lashon over here that we're saying that it's Haitzah, that it, these things were brought to her. That seems to be what it is, and therefore, that's that's the Lashon. V'kirvan, he brought them closer. that's Pshat in the Pasuk. al What does that mean? When they took away, when Samuel tried to hide these Simonim, so everybody became quiet. Because he didn't know how David and Melech going to come out till Gavriel came and brought them back to Simona. The David Michtam, what does he mean? The David Michtam, Shiatsmi Menu David, Shayamoch Vitom. He was an Anov Vitom, he was Talmud Badarkin. Lechol Dover for everything. Lechol Dover, Lechol, I'm sorry, Dacher Tom Lechol, Dover Acher. Michtam Shahisa Makosai Tama, Shinoi Kishumo. Another Nikud of Adavra Melech is that he was called Michtam like a Lashon of Tam because he was born with a bris already done. When he was a Talmud, he was he was mashpil himself to his rabbeim, and he learned. He grew up. He was sat back at and learned. Gemara talks about his relationship with Bibi He was he was a big honor even when he got older. She sent to Yehuda. So Yehuda said they should take her out to be killed. She sent to Yehuda. Whoever owns these simon and the stick, the ring, these are the ones who got me pregnant. Why don't you just say? 
Well, I should have to go through this whole hinting. Amar of Zucha, Batuvi, Amarav, Amila, Amar of Chana, Barbiz, Amar of Shimon, Chasid, Amila, Amar of Yechim, Shimon, Shimon, Bayechoi. Famous Mimer. It's better that she just be killed and not embarrass Yehuda Barabim. If he wants to admit it, that's his choice, but she did not want to embarrass him Barabim. Do you recognize these things? They were Yehuda was told Yaakov Avinu about the sale of Yosef, he used the Lashon of Haker, and the Lashon of Haker came back to him in this story with Tamar. But Haker Biser, he told Yaakov Avinu, he says, Haker no Aksenes Binchehi. He said to Yaakov Avinu, do you recognize the Aksenes Pasev? It was all bloody. That, so for that, for that Avera, he got this, what does it mean, no? What does it mean, no? It was the Lashon of, of please. You should be makir. What is, what is going on here? We the the rabbi and don't hide away from me. And you should do tshuva. Yosef who stayed away from He had an extra letter of Hashem Hashem added on. There was a hey letter on. Yehuda who did tshuva. There's what he did before Yehuda has in in the name of Yehuda is Yudke Vovke. You saved her and the twins that she was pregnant with from being killed. I will therefore save three. Uh, children of Yehuda and future generations, Maniu Khanani Mishal Vazaya. How did he know that it was her? Him. Yes. He definitely was Mazana with her once, that's clear. But that doesn't mean that she's pregnant from him. She could be pregnant. They didn't have DNA tests. How did we know? From her is going to come Malachim, and Yehuda knew that Malachim come from him. Clearly that uh, she must be pregnant from Yehud. He says he did. Pashup Shad sounds like Pashup. He did not know her anymore. He did not live with her. No. Once he was now, he, he had been with her. He stayed with her. So lo yasaf means it did not did not finish. It never ended. It was growing and go and going stronger. So also Yehuda, of course, stayed with Tamar. Back to the story of Avshalom. We said Avshalom is this God Besayre, is Nitka Besayre. Turn around. Avshalom Besayre Morad was with his hair, his attractive hair. He was married with David. Shemar Kavshalom Lehoya Ishafet. So we already had the Gemara Nazir. He was a Nazir Oilem, so he could get a haircut once a year. So once a year, he would go to be mocked of the Korbanas of his Naziris. And he used to weigh it, and it was beautiful hair, and it was worth 200 shekel in the stones of the king. Some people say it's ain't shekel, but these were very special weights. Uh, sounds even heavier than regular, and therefore that was the beauty and uh, maybe the density, the thickness of his hair. The fichach nitle b'sayr. At the end, he got punished because of that. He was hung by his hair. Shnemar v'yikav shalom v'neiav de'avdov. Avshalom roichev al aperet. He's riding on an animal. V'yav aperet tachas shovach ha'elah ha'gadol. All ha'gadol is underneath a tree. V'yachas roishibala, and his head got 
His hair, beautiful hair, got caught in the tree. And he got his hair was stuck, and he was hanging there by his hair. And the, the, the donkey was running away. So Avshalom, he didn't die right away. He grabbed a scissors, and he tried to cut his hair off so he can fall down. Either Gehenim or a ditch, the, the animal ran away and uh, he was hanging down and he couldn't get his feet to the ground, he couldn't get his hands to get to the scissors to cut his hair off, so he's left there hanging. And he cried, even Yoyav Kram, we talked about before, and they killed Avshalom with three spears and ten swords. David HaMelech sees this and he gets very angry and he cries, I'd rather die for, instead of you, Avshalom, Bini, Bini. So he said the word Bini. How many times? Eight times. How many times in Bini Lama? Why do you say the word Bini eight times? Shiva to ask him Shiva Midori Gehenim. There are seven levels of Gehenim. And Avshalom was going to be on the lowest level. So he said Bini to David to take him up from those seven levels. So what's the eighth one? That his, his whole body got cut off from his from his head, so you want to have a bracha that they should be buried together. They actually put the eighth one, took him out of Gehenim, and put him on some level into Elam Habu. So it says Avshalom built this Yad Avshalom, whether that's actually his kever or not, so that therefore that this, we have this place, Yad Avshalom, which is on the back side of the Arabais going into Nachal Kidron over there. But it says he was Lokach, my Lokach. Ra li atzmoi. Rashi says, "Avsham lokal chesam matzevus oys bechav yitzvul oys amets as a matzevus asher beemek hamelach." So it was a, it was a bad deal. It worked out not not well. As matzevus asher beemek hamelach. I'm going to bring up Papa. Beitza amuka shal malka shal oylam. So this actually the whole merida of Avsham. Well, of course Avsham was punished for it. The whole thing was on some level. Actually, a punishment for Davin Amelech himself. Because Baruch was punishing Davin Amelech for the story by Batsheva. I mean, Batsheva and So he said, "You're going to have a raw come out of your house." So therefore. This uh, this idea of Avshalom actually came from there. And therefore Rashi says on top, look at Rashi, the idea of Meikim, Alecha Rabbi Meisecha, is Meikim, is Hitziv Avshalom Oitza Eitza Vekaima, as Matzeres Dvar Avshalom Koshpochu. So when it says that Avshalom Lokach Vayitzav Loi Bechayev, that Vayitzav is actually a, a correlation to the Meikim that was going to happen back to the Koshpochu was trying to punish David Amelech. So, uh, yes, it's... Uh, Technically speaking, it means that he built Yad, what we call Yad of Shalom, but it really means he was a kiyam of this. Rashi says, um, So he was actually a pawn. He was somewhat of a pawn. in setting up this whole punishment for Davon HaMelech, but Lemaisa... He did it on his own, so of course he got punished. We say, but that's over there by by Yosef. Right, Yosef was sent from Emek Chevron to go check out the brothers, and we know the whole story that happened there. This was all part of a plan related to Avram Avinu. So, uh, already promised the Kershpo, of Avram Avinu that the 
uh, part of the bris is they're going to go to Mitzrayim and come out. Well, the whole idea of Yosef was that as well. So again, sometimes you're a pawn in a bigger picture, just like Yosef by going to the brothers and then they sell him ends up in Mitzrayim. They all go end up going down to Mitzrayim. Uh, of course, they get punished for selling him as well. But there's actually a greater hashkacha going on. Same thing here by Avshalom. This was part of a punishment for David Amelach, but the Ma'aseh Avshalom did it, and therefore Avshalom uh, had the repercussions of it. Okay.